the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in. Forecast, we've had an interesting day, nice day, some sun, some clouds. But that rain we've been looking at and thinking about, looks like it's coming. In fact, there's a tornado watch in effect till 8 o'clock tonight for Pennsylvania counties, including Bucks, Chester, Delaware, Lancaster, Lehigh Valley, uh, Montgomery, Philadelphia, and Lebanon, too. So please be careful. Mix of clouds and sun tomorrow, and then we get back to rain again tomorrow night. So we'll kind of just ride with it, right? 67 the low tonight, 86 the high tomorrow. Phil's won last night, 4-3 against St. Louis. They play again tonight at the ballpark, weather permitting. In hockey, the uh, St. Louis Blues and Boston Bruins play again tonight. Game two in the finals, 8 o'clock there. Boston's up one zip. The uh, NBA finals start tomorrow night. Golden State at Toronto, 9 o'clock for game one. So with all the sports we're throwing around here, we'll have a little bit of an analogy, I suppose. We're bringing in Hector Neris of the Phils, if you will, and Bible League speak, that would be Michael Woolworth, to help us close out this partnership. Hello, Michael. How you doing, man? Hey, brother. I appreciate your analogy. Your, your red-hot Phillies won what? The seven of the last ten. And what have your listeners done? Much better than the Phillies. They've hit it out of the park every time we've come and we've done kingdom business. Uh, and uh, you're, you're doing it again. And so can we get it done today? I'd love to update your listeners on where we are, Tim. But it's great to be with you. And, hey, listen, my, my thoughts, my prayers are with you. All the weather that you're experiencing right now, we had that the last two, three days. In fact, my family uh, and I hung out in our basement last night. We're just waiting for this uh, tornado warning to blow over. But yeah. uh, I'm with you and for you, and we're praying today that we can get this big goal done, and that's sending 2,200 Bibles to persecuted believers. But, Tim, I appreciate your passion and your joy uh, for this very, 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 very important cause. And um, let's get it done this hour. Amen. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. And folks may remember you joined us earlier this month. I think it was May 6th and 7th. It was a Monday and a Tuesday. Podcasts are still there. So folks can listen to that for even more stories and and context. But we're down the home stretch now. We're close to 85% of the way to the goal. And what are we, 375 Bibles or so at last count to finish off our goal? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And again, Tim, just as some background, if I may, every spring, Bible League and WFIL get together. We partner for the sake of the gospel. We're not drilling wells. We're not sending food. Um, we're not uh, sending medicine. All of those things are very, very important. In fact, as a global ministry, uh, you'll never hear anyone at Bible League downplay those things. We have our paths crossed with so many secular and Christian agencies and ministries that do those sorts of things very, very well. But today we're sending the nourishment that comes only from God's Word to heart-hungry Bibleist Christians who live in areas with uh, severe persecution. 
And whether we've come and we've talked about, hey, sending Bibles to Asia, Africa, Latin America, the Middle East, that's what we've focused on in previous years. And you've done so well, listeners. And we're saying, would you do it again? And this time, will you do it for persecuted believers? And Tim, you're right. We started uh, basically three weeks ago at zero. Together, we said, you know what? We can't solve this for every uh, Bibleist persecuted Christian uh, in the world, but can we do it? for 2,200 persecuted believers, and let me tell you where we're at today. We've had several uh, days of hope or just days of emphasis. Um, I love those days on May 6th and 7th, gave us a lot of opportunities to share stories in depth about what God is doing in areas where persecution is at an all-time high. Our goal, 2,200 Bibles, and we're at 1,825 Bibles. What's that mean? (laughs) That means that 1,825 persecuted believers will now have God's Word in their own language. It's their first Bible, and it will likely be their only Bible that they'll take through this side of eternity. And so we're so grateful. Listeners, I know that so much competes for your attention, and yet you've said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Paul's admonition in 1 Corinthians 12. He says, if one part of the body suffers and I would say even half a world away, we suffer together. And Tim, that's where we're at, 85% to our goal of 2,200 Bibles. We're at 1,825 Bibles. Let me give you some easy math. We're saying that $5 will send a Bible, and that's in the language of the receiver. We are, uh, if we see 19 listeners right now, 19 listeners this hour, before we finish up at 5 o'clock, make a gift of $100. That'll send Bibles to 20 persecuted believers. When 19 do that, we'll be at goal. That's simple. That's straightforward. I like it. <laughs> if you want to well, call up, it's 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or on our uh, website, Stand With Them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner. It's right there. You can click through that, WFIL.com. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. You were you were adding something there. Yeah, you know, it's tempting to say, okay, you know what, we're 85% to goal. If you put that in baseball speak, we're, we're, you know, we're batting 850. That's not too shabby. <laughs> no. But we've identified 2,200 Christians that we've encountered in Bible League. We never go into a village willy-nilly and say, Bible's any takers. We've encountered these, in many cases, new believers who are leaving the isms of the world, Tim. They're leaving uh, Islam. They're leaving uh, Buddhism. They're, they're leaving, uh, they're leaving uh, uh, Hinduism and Taoism, all of those isms in the world, to embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they come through Project Philip. What is that? It's Christianity 101. It's the uh, cornerstone of our uh, global ministry and has been since 1938. And we feel that when a Christian goes through this program, it's the gospel of John coupled with very simple questions like, how is Jesus both God and man? What's the Trinity? Uh, what's it mean to die to self? What's it mean to put on Christ? Uh, when Jesus says, if you want to be great in this kingdom, you'll learn to serve. And so when a Christian, uh, a, a new believer goes through that Bible study over about 8 to 12 weeks, they're in a great place to begin their spiritual walk with Jesus, and we promise them a Bible at the end. And that's what you're helping us make good on today, is promising that Bible, the very thing that they need to be able to curl up with the Word of God, and especially in their circumstances, being persecuted uh, under the influence of, uh, of violent Hinduism, militant uh, Islam, you know about China and its uh, efforts to criminalize Christianity, uh, the, the influence of, of witch doctors in places like Mexico and Africa. 
you need to know that Jesus is with you, that, hey, you may be persecuted, but not struck down. And so this hour, I want to share a few stories. Some of these we're just simply going to retell. They're so powerful, and the needs are so great. And so we're praying that this will be the hour that you don't merely say, that is an interesting story, or what a difficult part of the world to live out your faith, but that you'll actually get involved and become a Bible sender. And our prayer is that we'll see 19 of you this hour Go online or go to the phone, make a gift of $100. That's enough for 20 Bibles. And once that happens, Tim, we will be at goal. Michael Woolworth is with us from Bible League International. The toll-free number to help out is 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back with one of Michael's stories you were mentioning. We are also want to encourage you, because Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have the opportunity to see as things come through the call center— you could give a little update during the course of the hour, right, as, as they come in? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, let me do that right now before you go to the break. Uh, Bruce of Elkins Park, 20 Bibles. Marcella of uh, Merchantville, uh, 70 Bibles. David of Havertown, 12 Bibles. Um, Tim, we had a great gift. Julie of Philadelphia, 300 Bibles, a gift of $1,500. Wow. Salvador of Chester, 30 Bibles. Hey, it's not how much. It's about how many. We love to see so many of you hop into this campaign and experience the joy of sending God's Word. And listeners, let me say something. Your own Tim DeMoss uh, has given to this effort, too. Now, listen, I'm not going to say the gift amount, but in my mind, it is generous. And and what's that mean? It means that Tim DeMoss is not going to ask anybody to do anything that he wouldn't do. So, Tim, thank you for that. Absolutely. And thank you for your passion and your joy. And that's why we're at 85% to our goal. 2,200 Bibles. We're 1,825 Bibles to that goal. Can we get it done this hour. Let's do it. 800 yes word 800-937-9673. Whatever you can do, $5 a piece. How many can you do? And we'll click the stand with them Bibles for the persecuted church banner at WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's 414 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. If you're new to the radio station, we have this program each day, 4 to 5. We enjoy having lots of different interviews. We have contests. We have a lot of fun. We have uh, times where we're enjoying just reading scripture or sharing verses. We play some songs. Uh, we also will have uh, just some community leaders on periodically, people who work, you know, uh, for the public transit system or just educational stuff. And then every now and again, we have uh, opportunities to do some real, as Michael Woolworth from Bible League talks about, uh, kingdom business, a real chance to step into the lives of people in other parts of the country or other parts of the world and share the gospel. And in this case, literally, for $5, you can put a Bible in the hands of a member of the you know, persecuted church around the world in multiple countries. And uh, it's in their language. And as Michael shared, this is likely the first and last copy of the Bible they're ever going to have. So what a powerful, fundamental thing to be able to, to share. You could, you could do a lot worse with your day than to give a Bible to somebody else. <laughs> Five or ten or twenty of them, whatever you want to do. Let's do it. 800 yes words, the number. Our family uh, listening, our listening family goal, Michael, of course, we're 2,200 Bibles is what we've decided ahead of time, and we're 85% of the way there. So we just need 375 or so to go, and we'll call it a day. So let's do it. Our goal was what, to, to land this plane by the end of the week. There's so Technically, there's still time, but let's get it done today and let the other couple days be bonus time, I, I say. Well, you know why we're at 85% to goal? It's because you call out your listeners, Tim, to live out who they are every day. And this is just an opportunity 
to show who they are. What is it? They have an other's mentality. They love the church, even though she's half a world away. They see a responsibility and a privilege to be a part of their lives, and that's what we're doing today. Kenneth of Elkins Park, uh, previous gift, 10 Bibles, John of uh, Harleysville, uh, Wanda of Philadelphia, thank you for your gift. Uh, Gail of uh, Philadelphia, 14 Bibles. Had a very, very nice gift from Jessica of Willow Grove. 120 Bibles being sent over the next year by way of a $50 a month gift. Wow, that's Give great. Give what's meaningful to you and your family, 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or as Tim is telling you, uh, just click the banner at WFIL.com. Uh, uh, Tim, when I was on with you a couple weeks ago, I mentioned a couple of uh, startling statistics. Let me, let, me re, uh, let me just reiterate those quickly. Every five minutes, a Christian is killed somewhere in the world simply because of their faith. Let me give you some perspective. By the end of the average hour-long worship service in America, that's a dozen members of our spiritual family martyred for their faith. And I know when I talk about persecution and death, that's somewhat extreme. I'm not saying that happens in every case, but I can tell you at Bible League, we know literally thousands and thousands of Christians all over the world who are discriminated against, ostracized, beaten, jailed, uh, rejected, simply because they named the name of Jesus. And you know this because you keep a, a, a finger on the uh, the pulse of the news out there. You know about Asiya Bibi's wrongful jailing in Pakistan for many years. The same for Andrew Brunson in Turkey, the Sri Lanka a tragedy on Easter. Uh, we uh, serve in uh, Batakaloa, not directly with the church that was affected there, but that definitely hit home for Bible League. And then even in Burkina Faso, which is a country uh, close to where we have services uh, in, uh, in Africa, four attacks, four weeks. This last Sunday, four people shot to death, Tim, actually during worship services. And so this is what the church looks like. This is what she's facing around the world, but we are following Paul's admonition, as I mentioned, to come alongside these believers and suffer with them. We're calling the campaign, Stand With Them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church. Love to tell you a story about a young man that I met uh, in the Middle East named Ahmed. Do you have this audio cut we can play? I think uh, I Number uh, 21. If you want to play that, I'll come back and give you some context okay. around uh, what's happening in the Middle East. Sounds good. He, he was uh, in Syria, and he's Muslim background. They, they start coming to the church. And uh, all of these families, they are baptized, uh, uh, father, mother, and three sons. They are converted and they are baptized to obedience the word. It uh, became uh, very hard to them to attend the church because uh, many people came to them and uh, threatened, if you go to church again, we will kill you. If you uh, said I'm a Christian, we will kill you. Well, I hope that most of us can only imagine what that sounds like, uh, hearing somebody say, if you continue to attend church, if you identify as a Christian, we will kill you. It's a man by the name of Yazan. He's a pastor in the Middle East. He's an associate of mine with a, a Bible League. And uh, he's talking about a family there in Syria, the threats that they live under all the time as we speak today. And let me tell you about another young man that he encountered. I met this young man back in February when I visited uh, the Middle East. He is a 14-year-old Syrian refugee. Um, let me call him Ahmed. I don't want to compromise uh, his identity and, and, and his safety, but let me tell you about Ahmed. Um, his mother left Syria as a refugee, would have worn the full burqa as an extremist. Her husband died fighting for 
ISIS. She has seven children. Ahmed is one of those. He's the oldest. And I can tell you what happened. Long story short, uh, when they assimilated from uh, one of the uh, semi-permanent uh, refugee camps there into one of the neighboring villages, um, she became a believer. She was receiving help from an evangelical church and was so grateful, had never learned to read and write in Arabic, and yet Christian women were, uh, were helping her do that. And so she was turned on to Jesus through her brokenness, her physical brokenness. She saw her spiritual brokenness. So she became a believer, she and her six children, but not Ahmed. Let me tell you why, Tim. He was an extremist, sold out under the influence of a violent imam there in the Middle East. He hated his mother, he hated his siblings, and he viewed them as infidels and wanted them dead. But here's the story. His mother prayed nonstop for his salvation because he knew his, she knew his plight. He was, he was going to blow himself up, frankly. He was either going to kill uh, um, um, Jews, Christians, or dissenting Muslims. That that was his plight at 14 years of age. And here's what happened. He came to faith. Life didn't get easier for him. The violent associates he hung around with, they beat him to within an inch of his life. He really should not have survived that. But they promised him, Ahmed, we're going to find you. We're going to kill you because we view you as an infidel. Uh, he and his family literally fled with the shirts on their back in the middle of the night, uh, three or four villages over. And here's where he's at today. And again, he and I sat kneecap to kneecap. Um, I spoke no Arabic, he spoke no English, but through a translator, Tim, we were kindred spirits, and he told me with tears in his eyes, he said, Michael, he said, there are young men just like me in my age category, 10 to 20 years of age, who have sold out, they're in the grips of violent Islam, he said, they're going to they're gonna do something awful, they're going to probably blow themselves up, and he said, we've got to take the gospel to, to, to them. And I said, Ahmed, tell me what your Bible means to you. You know what? He had his Arabic Bible open, a Bible he got from Bible League in a previous campaign, and he had things in the margins. He had, he had pages uh, folded down. He had his little Project Philip Bible study booklet. He'd been a Christian for about nine months at that point, Tim, and I could tell that he was a very serious student of the Word. And one of the pastors that uh, is shepherding this young man said, you know what? He's led 50 young men to Christ, having been trained to share Jesus in the Middle East there. And again, with tears in his eyes, he said, Michael, we need the nourishment of the Word here. And he said, I can look at my Bible here, and I can see John 16:33. In this world you'll have trials and sorrows, but take heart. I've overcome the world. He said, we're persecuted but not abandoned, struck down but not destroyed. And then he said, look at this one, Jesus, I'm with you always. And I promised him, Tim, in that moment, I've got a 14-year-old daughter at home. I mean, they, they're the same age. And what this young boy has witnessed is, is just horrific. Executions of loved ones, neighbors, uh, others there in Syria. But I tell you, he has turned on to Jesus and has a deep burden to take the gospel. He and those 50 new converts, all in that age range, are ministering to about 300 people now. And I promised him, I said, Ahmed, <laughs> I'm taking your message to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I assure you it will not fall on deaf ears. Would you help us make good on this promise today to get these Bibles to young Ahmed, a uh, jihadist, uh, poised to blow himself up, <laughs> and there's no, there's no sugarcoating it. That's what he was going to do. But God had a different plan for his life. $5 will send a Bible. How many can you send today? 800-YES-WORD is the toll-free number. 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673. We're going to go to break in a second. Uh, you can also go to our website, Stand With Them, 
Bibles for the Persecuted Church. There's a banner right there at WFIL.com. Several thoughts crossing my mind as you speak. We're chatting with Michael Woolworth of Bible League International. One is also, I have a 15-year-old daughter, and uh, and I'm thinking the same thing you're thinking. Like, what is she seeing compared to what is oh. Ahmed seeing? And the heart, that I mean, the reality, the, the great acceleration in someone like Ahmed's life from one side of the coin to the other and how God has used mm-hmm. that uh, is just, you know, amazing. And I, I, I encourage those who are listening, don't let the fact that you probably can't totally get your mind around it, stop you from doing something. Even if you're in a very busy day, just say, you know what, let me help do something. Uh, I would love to, you know, contribute whatever it is, whether it's $100 for 20 Bibles or more or less or monthly, it all adds up. And our goal, last thing before break here, is just remember our listening family, what we came to a good conclusion is we're after 2,200 Bibles, not trying to save 10,000, 500,000, we're not doing 50. 2200 is what we're aiming for. And when we're done, that we say, you know, excellent. Good job, listening audience. Good job, family here. Let's do that, finish that off, and do our part. 800 yes words, the number 800 937 9673, or click the stand with them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. Back with Michael Woolworth of Bible League International in just a moment on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 427 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.com. Just to give you a heads up, forecast-wise, we're going down to 67, cloudy shower two or three in the area. In fact, there's a tornado watch in effect till 8 o'clock tonight for uh, in Pennsylvania. Bucks, Chester, Delaware, Lancaster, Lebanon, Lehigh, Montgomery, and Philadelphia counties, among others. So as our guest Michael Woolworth mentioned, that kind of stuff was coming from his direction earlier this week. They say the basement's the best spot to be if you have that. I think compared to you're safer indoors in general, in your car as opposed to outside your car, all that. So do be careful and keep an eye on that. That's over the next few hours here. Um, As we continue our partnership with uh, Bible League International, today a very special day. We're getting close to the uh, to the home stretch here, we can see the finish line not very far away. About fifteen percent of our goal left to chew up here. Five dollars per Bible. We're hoping, Michael, but to see if we could get. And there's different ways to do this, but nineteen listeners at twenty Bibles apiece that would take care of it right there. Or it could be other, you know, up or down. And people want to do monthly without getting into all the math. That would actually accelerate the process greatly. Yeah, it would. Hey, uh, Tim, great to be with you today. And yeah, sorry about the bad weather. I hope hope we haven't sent it your way, but uh, <laughs> make sure you're safe. And uh, listeners, thanks for not merely tuning in today, but responding so generously. Hey, let me thank these previous Bible senders, uh, Sandra of Norwood, 20 Bibles, Ellen of Quakertown, 60 Bibles, John of Sewell, 20 Bibles, uh, Larry of Trenton, uh, 10 Bibles, Stephen of Bristol, 20 Bibles, and then Tim. In the last few moments, yeah. we heard from John of Narbeth. Am I pronouncing that right? I th- Narberth. I think it's like a, there's an R near the end there. Nar- yeah, Narberth. Yeah. A hundred Bibles. $500 gift, a no hundred Bibles. Whoa! What have we done? <laughs> we, have, we have met a third of the need of those Bibles wow. that Ahmed is praying for. You know what? He did not ask me, Tim, to go back to Philadelphia and ask your listeners to pray for an abrupt end to the suffering under which he serves the Lord, right? I mean, he's got a bounty on his head. He, I'm going to tell you, I'm reluctant to open my inbox on Monday mornings. I, I don't know what his plight will be. I don't, he doesn't know what the week brings, but you know what? 
he is squarely focused on Jesus, and what a blessing that a hundred of those Bibles are taken care of. John, thank you so much for that gift. We are down to 275 Bibles. That's our remaining need, our goal, 2,200 Bibles. We're down to 270 Bibles, uh, 275 Bibles. I am horrible at math, but I'm thinking we're down to 14 listeners at $100 each. That's a gift of 20 Bibles. Tim, when that happens, we'll be at goal. That's amazing. That's And it's really, I, I, you know, there's always a bigger need, right? And I think that's one reason some people say, well, someone else will do it, or there's always more need. Yeah, but you know what? This is what we sized up ahead of time, and we can feel good about that for now. And Lord willing, we'll get to work together down the road and, and do some more help down the road. But for now, in this time and space, this is a great accomplishment together as a listening family, because I know, I, I believe, there have been people who have done even just one or two Bibles. That's all they had. That all adds up, you know, so whatever you can do, whether it's a hundred Bibles, one Bible in between, bigger, whatever, let's do it. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673, or click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. And uh, Michael, you may remember, but when you uh, shared that story about Ahmed when we were on a few weeks ago, I mentioned that uh, at the dinner table, and uh, we had a few people over that night and somebody slipped me some money that night. Oh yes, A hundred dollars for 20 Bibles, just mm-hmm. to, all just on the edge of a piece of paper said hundred dollars, 20 Bibles, please. You know, that's, that's the story of, of, of an Ahmed at 14 years old being faithful to the Lord. But part of that journey is because someone gave five bucks so he could have a Bible in his hand to grow with. And, yeah, yeah. and, and all those people that who, who would have been suicide bombers, having their lives turned around too. It's it's unbelievable. Just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. So don't be too jaded or too busy or think that, oh, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh, what? Yeah, this is what's happening in other parts of the world. Don't, God's moving. So let's be on board. Mm-hmm. Well, how many of us have heard stories of Christian persecution? I mean, current relevant stories. And we ask ourselves, what can I possibly do from the greater Philadelphia area to impact in a positive way the suffering that's happening in places like Latin America and Africa, Asia, and the Middle East? We're, we're spending some time there. In fact, I want to tell you about another lady, a young gal that I met there in a moment. But if that's the way you feel, and Tim, it's often my response, like, what can I possibly do? And yet this is an opportunity today because we've encountered these new believers. We know the villages. We know they're connected to an evangelical church. We know they're growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. And we know the important thing they need right now is the Word of God. Why? Because when you're persecuted, when you've got a bounty on your head like young Ahmed, you need to know that in this world you will have trials and sorrows, Jesus said. But he said, take heart, I've overcome the world. And that is the that was the secret, if you will, of how Ahmed faces each day and is focused on ministering to 300 young men between the ages of about 10 and 20 right now who have come under the influence of extreme Islam. But you know what? They are attending, Tim, Bible League Bible studies. They're going through Project, uh, what I like to call Project, it's Project Philip. I call it Christianity 101. And it will give anyone who's living outside of Christ a great foundation to begin their spiritual walk with Jesus, to make that profession of faith. And then again, as I say, we promise them a Bible in their own language. And for Ahmed and the believers uh, that uh, he is ministering with and those that we're praying will come to faith will need in the Arabic language. Hey, we've taken care of the heavy lifting, if you will. 
and that's getting the Bibles and the Bible study materials in the languages of those that need them. So if you're, you're in a place like the Middle East, it could be the language of Farsi, it could be Arabic. Um, we've taken care of part of that. We've taken, we've taken care of what I call the, the heavy lifting, if you will, and we're simply praying that the lighter lifting, if you will, but still very, very significant, and that's your listeners today becoming Bible senders. Absolutely. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we mentioned that we mentioned the Middle East, but the other parts of the world where people, as they contribute uh, $5 for a Bible or 50 for 10 or whatever it is, uh, also Africa, Asia, Latin America, other parts that Bible League works in? Yeah, you know, before this half hour is up, I want to tell you about an evangelical pastor in, in communist China. And again, if you follow the news, you know that the government there is doing everything it can to criminalize Christianity. But let me tell you, uh, the numbers of people that have come to faith as a result of this man's willingness to suffer and the testimony of a new Christian there, a man that would beat him severely, would do everything he could to thwart the advance of the gospel. But it's an amazing story, and I do want to share that before we uh, before we wrap up. Okay. But $5 sends a Bible, Tim. Let me uh, thank some more folks getting involved today. Elizabeth of, uh, is this P-A-O-L-I? Paoli. Paoli, I love the name of that. Ah, oh, beautiful. Elizabeth, thank you for your gift. 50 Bibles. Wow. Uh, Jeffrey of uh, Stratford, here's a previous gift, 20 Bibles. Um, can't read my handwriting here. Uh, oh, Jesus of uh, Wilmington, five Bibles. Thank you for that gift. Elizabeth of Lafayette Hill, 20 Bibles. And then uh, Roberto of Philadelphia made a previous gift, 120 Bibles being sent uh, over the next year by way of a $50 a month contribution. We get there as you go online, you go to the phone. We are about, what, 90% of the way to our goal. Just had a nice gift from John of, uh, of, 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 of Narberth, $100 as a $500 gift, enough to send, to send 100 Bibles, Tim. Yep. Yep. We're getting there, and yeah. it's as you go online and go to the phones today. So with John's gift, we were we started the show off at 375 to go to finish off our overall goal. And then with John's gift, that takes you down to 275 Is that right? 275 Okay. Yep. And so we have, uh, you know, encourage folks just to jump in. 800-YES-WORD is the number. It just takes a couple of minutes, 800 937 9673. You can click the stand with them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner, WFIL.com as well. And as you do, it just takes, again, it's a very brief process. You don't have to stop your whole day for it. And um, and, and Michael, who's our guest, Michael from Bible League, uh, has the opportunity after things are processed to see that come in and give a thank you so you can hear what's happening. Our hope is by the end of the show, we can have the other 275 taken care of it really, if people pick, even pick up five or ten, that can get dissolved very quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's do that together as a listening family. 800-YES-WORD, uh, 800-937-9673 or at WFIL.com. I think you have a story for us, Michael. I know you have a few. We talked about, uh, we talked about the, I guess, the middle, uh, the sorry, uh, Egypt, one in Egypt and one also in, um, in China. Yeah, let me take you to uh, Egypt. Let me tell you, if you follow the law, if you follow the news, you know that in places like Egypt, Sharia law reigns in many parts of uh, that country, and that's true for many, many, uh, many uh, Middle Eastern countries. What do I mean by that? If you leave Islam and you embrace Christianity, it is an honorable killing or beating, uh, even if it's carried out by a family member, often with no impunity. 
And that's the case of this young lady, Aria. Uh, Tim, I met her in the Middle East, about 19 years of age, beautiful Egyptian woman, raised in a strict Muslim family. So she read her Quran. She said her prayers five times a day. And as we traveled uh, the Middle East, we saw people, when you had the ubiquitous call to prayer, that people would drop and they would face Mecca. You could tell they were very, very devout in their faith. That was the story of Aria. Her father is a mullah. He's a man that interprets uh, Islamic law. She still lived at home. And I I can tell you because those things did not bring peace when a Christian friend invited her to a Bible study. She, inv- she accepted that invitation. She went. I can tell you after about five weeks, she became a believer. She went home. She took her Arabic Bible study booklet, that Project Philip I've been telling you about, and her Arabic New Testament, and she hid those But her mother rummaged to the room, Tim. She found these things, gave them to the father, who beat her unconscious. But it did not stop there. So she was beaten by her own father. But he called the authorities. He had an inroads with the authorities. They took her away to a remote cell where they would beat her. They would violate her. They would torture her. In fact, they removed some fingernails from the hands. And they would leave her and the Christian friend there with very little water, very little food, and no outside contact. This is a 19-year-old girl who only weeks before had professed the name of Jesus. They let them go. They told them to never speak of Jesus again or they would be killed. But let me tell you what this woman has done. Together, these two, living out, they didn't become bitter. They became bold. (laughs) And they've led about 50 former Muslims, some of these espoused militant Islam, right? We hear about this all the time. That's what they espoused, and yet now they are following the Prince of Peace. And Tim, when I hear about terrorist attacks, when I hear about attacks like this on Christians, I think, how do you bring an end to that stuff? And I say to myself, it isn't, you can't bring an end to that ideology, right? And that's what's happening every time you send a Bible and somebody embraces Christ. They have a, they have a new ideology, right? Yeah. And the Prince of Peace now reigns in their hearts. Would you remember, Aria, 19 years of age? I've got another daughter not too far from that age, and I think about uh, just the religious freedom that we enjoy in this country, and I think about how this woman is boldly living out her faith. She is in a safe place right now. And Tim, when I asked her, how do you live out your faith in a difficult part of the world? You know what she said? She said, it's up to God if I survive. She said, it's up to me whether I obey or not. And Tim, she's one of these people She's seen that Islam, extreme Islam, is not getting it done in the Middle East, and she has a deep burden to see people released from that. So she lives under severe persecution, but she's one of these that we're talking about today, a persecuted member of our spiritual family crying out today for anywhere from 50 to 100 Bibles for new believers there that have led to Christ uh, just in the last few weeks. And that's what we're asking your listeners today. Can you help us get this goal done? 2,200 Bibles. We're 90% there. We've got 275 Bibles to go. If we saw 14 of you between now and 5 o'clock, make a gift of $100. That's enough to send 20 Bibles each. Tim, we will be at goal. Let's do it. 800-YES-WORDS, the number 800-937-9673, 800-937-9673, or click the Stand With Them, Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. This is part of what we do as a WFIL listening family. We have fun. We do interviews. We give giveaways, all kinds of that, that stuff. But this is also part of what we do and who we are. So I encourage you to step up. Maybe you've never called the station before, never gone online. Takes a couple of minutes, 
800-YES-WORD or WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. What you might expect is that the government would oppress a person who converts from Islam to Christianity. It happens, but this is not what mainly happens. Uh, What basically and mainly happens is that the family of the ex-Muslim are the ones who persecute him and would even try to kill him. And this would be viewed by the Egyptian law to be an honor killing. The the main difficulty that faces people who convert is that their families uh, are not very welcoming of them and can be very hostile to them. Michael Woolworth is with us from Bible League International. That's a a clip from uh, our last conversation we just had right before the break. Yeah, it's a pastor named Kareem, uh, Tim. He's in the Middle East, and, uh, you know, he does not speak in hyperbole. He's not exaggerating what's happening all over the world, and especially in the Middle East uh, and Egypt where he's at. You know, I just shared that story of young Arya, 19 years of age, beaten by her own father, turned over to the authorities, treated like an infidel outside of Cairo, Egypt, beaten, tortured, violated. The same happened to the Christian friend that introduced her to Christ. I mean, this is the fate of Christians on a daily basis simply because they named the name of Jesus. I mean, can you imagine going to jail simply because you share Christ with someone else? Can you imagine being beaten by your own family simply because you now follow Jesus Christ? You know, in his sovereignty, Tim, I like to say this, I have no idea why God allows uh, his uh, family, his spiritual family, to live where there's severe persecution, right? I don't understand that, but I know in his providence, he meets their needs, and he does it through, what, listeners like yours that are saying, we're not really going to tune in and say, wow, what a difficult part of the world uh, to live out your faith. What a, what a terrible, terrible tragedy in that young lady's life. But I'm going to get involved and become a Bible sender. Hey, let me say this. The world will send things like clean water, food, and shelter, very important causes. But can we agree that sending God's Word to people like Aria and her Christian friend, I want to identify her, isn't that on us as God's people, Tim? I mean, we really have to say, how would you grow in the grace and knowledge? How would you stay anchored to Jesus if you didn't have His Word to open up every morning to be able to say, you know what? In this world, you will have troubles. You will have sorrows. But take heart, I've overcome the world. And that's why people like John of Narberth made a very, very generous $500 gift. He's put us 100 Bibles closer to our goal of 2,200 Bibles. We're 90% to goal. We need to wrap up this week. We'd love to be there by 5 o'clock this afternoon. And it happens as you go online and as you go on the phones today and become Bible senders. Michael Woolworth with Bible League is with us. Bible League has been uh, spreading the gospel and bringing the Bible around the world for 80 plus years. WFIL has had the privilege of working together with Bible League for many years as part of that, not all 80, but part of those years. And uh, for $5, it's so fundamentally simple and important. Imagine where you would be if you didn't have a Bible to read. Uh, The beauty of this also is not just that you're giving God's Word, you're giving it in the recipient's language. Uh, Very Mm. likely also the first and last Bible they'll ever have. It's a wonderful opportunity, a great privilege, and uh, we just encourage you to hop on board and and just take a little bite out of it. Take a piece of it, whether you do $5 for one Bible, perhaps you do seven Bibles for $35, 100 as Michael mentions, take care of 20. And our WFIL listening family responsibility that we want to do together 
is 2,200 Bibles. We are at, I think, 1925 uh, right now. I think we're 275 away from the end here. So, but, but even think along with that, the power of one, the number one to me keeps coming back to mind. You maybe do a Bible a month, you know, whatever it is. But uh, uh, the, the number one, where would you be if you didn't have a Bible to read? This is all, this is what we're saying, you know, and because it's $5, it's not 50 or a hundred dollars a Bible to get, you would think to take a Bible, translate it into some language and send it across the world would be an expensive endeavor. But the way Bible League has set it up, you come alongside the way the ministry set up, right? Come alongside those, that, the people who are already there and, and supplement what they're doing. Those who are under-resourced and, and, and make it possible for them to do the, the work themselves. You don't have to set up shop and start everything from scratch. Well, that's exactly right, Tim. You fit it on the head, and uh, that's why Pamela picked up the phone. She's made a gift, 24 Bibles over the next year yeah. by way of a monthly contribution. We're down to about 250 Bibles, 13 of you going to the phones, going online, making a gift of $100. That's tax deductible. It sends 20 Bibles. When that happens, Tim, we will be at gold. Love to take your listeners to communist China before we head to break. That yeah. work for you? Sure. Hey, you've got this audio cut from Nuwan. If you want to play this, let me come back and tell you about the uh, evangelical pastor that she's talking about. This is Nuwan, and she's in communist China. The thing they did to him is there's a top stakes, and there's a top stake he and put on his head and asked him to face the wall, and they strike him. Mm-hmm. They used album, uh, elbow and uh, hit his um, chest and his back. And it was very painful. He said he, he lay in bed. Afterwards, he lay in bed for three days that he could not get up. But he said at that time it was very, very uh, hard, very hard on him. But the miracle thing was the guy who beat him became a Christian afterwards. So he said the suffering is, is really, really hard, but the fruit is sweet. It's a joy, joy of God. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, the suffering is hard, uh, but the fruit is sweet. Yeah, yeah. This is Nuwan in communist China. I know you follow the news, listeners. You know that the government uh, there in China is doing everything it can to criminalize Christianity. They're jailing pastors. They're shutting down churches. They're threatening worshipers uh, never to meet again. And yet it seems like the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, empowers the church to live out who she is, even in a difficult place like communist China. Let me tell you about the man that Nuwan is talking about. His name is Katsu. He's an evangelical, about 50 years of age. He serves outside of Beijing. I will not identify the, the, the actual village where he's at, but this man has been beaten, Tim, I would say probably 25 times uh, throughout his ministry. Uh, he's been jailed. He's been beaten. Uh, what did she say? The most recent uh, time it happened, he was beaten so severely he could not get up for three days. They let him go as they typically did, and they said, never speak of Jesus again. He goes home. I can tell you his wife was relieved to find out he had not been executed for his faith, nor held indefinitely. But a week went by, and a knock came on the door of his home. Late at night, he opened it reluctantly. But who did Katsu find? This pastor found Hayo. Who was Hayo? He was one of the interrogators that beat this man severely, And he had a question, Tim, that burned in his heart all week, and it was this. Why were you at such peace when we were beating you? So I can tell you that Katsu, this evangelical pastor in China, would open his door, open his Mandarin Bible, and lead this interrogator, a bitter atheist, somebody who did everything he could to stop the advance of the gospel there in China, and what? Now he professes the name of Jesus. And I can tell you what happened as a result of this. 
500 people came to Christ, part of the house church movement there, from this one story. Now, I've said this before. If the story sounds familiar, it should. I mentioned this last spring when we did Kingdom Business, and I asked you at that time to meet the need for those 500 Bibles, and you responded in Christian love, and you responded in faith, believing that God will accomplish His purpose through His Word. And I'm coming back today, and I'm saying, guess what? 500 more adults have come to faith. They're in communist China, where we're told that the church is not advancing, but I'm telling you, she is, Tim. There are millions and millions of Christians part of the underground church there. We're here today to say there are 500 more believers that need the Word of God. Now, Tim, before we go to the break, let me just tell you, I've got a Mandarin Bible sitting before me. I know it's radio. Let me describe this. Basic black cover. You open this up. It's a full Bible. It has the beautiful Mandarin print, the most widely spoken language in the world. And yet this Bible means absolutely nothing to me. Now, the fact that it's God's Word it means everything. But, Tim, I'm not a Mandarin speaker. I, I don't think you are either. Nope. The Christians, the Christians I just identified in Beijing, China, where they cannot obtain a Bible, they would give anything. They would give absolutely anything for what sits before me today. And Tim, your listeners can send it as part of this campaign. Stand with them. Let's do it. 800-YES-WORD is the number. 800-937-9673. Or click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. Maybe you've been listening all month and haven't done anything yet. That's actually probably the case because I know we've had a lot of folks help out. But I guarantee you there are plenty more who haven't, which is okay. But don't let the season pass you by. Our partnership with Bible League, just for these few days wrapping up the month of May, can we conclude our time together this hour and get the last 250 Bibles that we need? They're five bucks each. Maybe do five or 10, 20. Somebody wants to step up and do 50 or 100. Fantastic. But together, we get 15, 20 people together. It'll be done. 800 yes word. Or click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 4.55 of the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Coming down the home stretch of the program, 250 Bibles or so to go, 800, yes word, 800-937-9673. Or click the Stand With Them Bibles for the Persecuted Church banner at WFIL.com. Michael Woolworth of Bible League International, kind enough to spend the hour with us and help us get updated. And a lot of pictures from the field, since you have traveled the world and seen these things firsthand. Blessing, I Tim, what a blessing I have to be the hands and, and feet. I guess the, the, the eyes and ears would be better uh, analogy for, for a Bible League. So many of these stories I hear, and so many of them I get to see firsthand. I mean, young Ahmed in the Middle East, poised prime to be a suicide bomber. God had a different plan for his life, and already between 50 and 100 young men in his age group there in the Middle East, a place where you hear only about conflict and suffering and pain and loss that has lasted thousands and thousands of years, and there's a story of hope, and it's happening all over the world, Tim. Hey, let me say thanks to Belinda of Philadelphia, a gift of 20 Bibles, Nancy of Upper Darby, uh, uh, Lucy of Philadelphia, 20 Bibles. These are previous gifts. Chelsea of Holland, 20 Bibles. Uh, Winifred of Philly uh, made a really generous gift, 70 Bibles. Just in the last uh, few moments, we've heard from Robert of Drescher, a gift of 20 Bibles. Theodore of Harrisburg, Carmen of Philadelphia, uh, getting involved as well. We are down to 11 listeners 
sending a gift of 20 Bibles. That's a $100 tax-deductible gift, Tim. When that happens, we will have met our goal of 2,200 Bibles. What's that mean? 2,200 persecuted believers like Ahmed, like Arya, beaten by her own father, beaten by the local authorities, and yet not being bitter, but becoming bold and leading between 50 and 100 former Muslims, some of those militant, to Jesus Christ there in the Middle East. We are literally in the home stretch here. We need to wrap up this week. Uh, but Tim, I appreciate your passion and joy. And I'm going to say this again. Uh, listeners, uh, your own host and Tim DeMoss has given. He's not asking you to do anything today that he hasn't already done. And you know what, Tim? We've had gifts of $300, $350, $500, You know, I called somebody that made a significant gift. And you know what that person said? Hey, I'm just thankful that God has given me the ability to do that. I think his investment portfolio had performed better than he expected. His business was in a better place than he thought. You know, there is somebody right now that could make a gift of about $1,000 and help us reach this goal. It may be a handful of you doing $100 each. Hey, do what you can. But, Tim, this is a listening family that knows how to get it done. When there is a call to action there is faith and love put into action, and that's why we're at this point, more than 95% to our goal. Would you help us get it done? It needs to be done this week. We'd love to cue the hallelujah chorus here in the next few moments, right? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Michael, thank you for taking time with us today. It's Michael Woolworth of Bible League International. God bless you. Have a great evening. God bless you, Tim. Amen. 1-800-YES-WORD to help out. 1-800-937-9673 or WFIL.com. Thank you so much. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.